Our reading for this evening comes from the Gospel according to Luke, chapter 2, beginning with the first verse. And it came to pass in those days that there went out a decree from Caesar Augustus that all the world should be taxed. And this, was the, and this taxing was the first made when Cyrenius was governor of Syria. And all went to be taxed, everyone into his own city. And Joseph also went up from Galilee, out of, out of the city of Nazareth, into Judea, unto the city of David, which is called Bethlehem, because he was of the house and lineage of David, to be taxed with Mary, his espoused wife, being great with child. And so it was that, while they were there, the days were accomplished that she should be delivered. And she brought forth her firstborn son, and wrapped him in swaddling clothes, and laid him in a manger, because there was no room for them in the inn. And there were, in the same country, shepherds abiding in the field, keeping watch over their flock by night. And lo, the angel of the Lord came upon them, And the glory of the Lord shone round about them, and they were sore afraid. And the angel said unto them, Fear not, for behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you, ye shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger." And suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of the heavenly host, praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. And it came to pass, as the angels were gone away from them into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, Let us go now even unto Bethlehem, and see this thing which has come to pass, which the Lord hath made known unto us. And they came with haste, and found Mary and Joseph and the babe lying in a manger. And when they had seen it, they made known abroad the saying which was told them concerning this child. And all they that heard it wondered at those things which they were told by the shepherds. But Mary kept all these things and pondered them in her heart. And the shepherds returned, glorifying and praising God for all the things that they had heard and seen as it was told unto them. Here ends our reading. Yeah. 
Please be seated. I take from my text this morning, or this evening, I get so used to saying morning that it's hard to switch gears. I take from my text this evening, the 11th verse of the first chapter of the Gospel of Luke. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Please pray with me. Holy God, on this night of nights, may your spirit come into all our hearts, that we may come to the manger again and meet, and meet the Christ for ourselves. Amen. Well, the day has finally arrived. After four weeks of Advent and eight or maybe even ten weeks of Christmas decorations and Christmas music, we have finally come to Christmas Eve. The gifts are all bought and carefully wrapped. Well, maybe not all of them are wrapped. And if you're like me, that means you're really good at wrapping gift cards. Family has traveled, sometimes from great distances. The bags have been dropped off and there's much catching up to do. I've always had a special place in my heart for Christmas Eve dinner. When I was a kid, it was always a big deal in our household. My father went all out for that dinner, and I have such fond memories of that. I hope you had a great dinner with your friends and family this evening. Everywhere you turn, there's great anticipation for the big day. Tomorrow, I get to take the first flight out of IAH, (laughs) bright and early, so I can go to the Chicago suburbs to see my brother and his family I can't wait to see the looks on the faces of my nieces and nephew tomorrow morning. And in the midst of all that, in the midst of all these preparations, we come here to hear once again the story of Jesus. And your presence here indicates that you know that this story, in spite of all the seasonal hubbub, really is at the heart of it all. You want to hear the story again. You want to sing those Christmas carols. You want to ground this night in God's presence. You made the right choice. The difficult thing on this night for a preacher, and for all of you, is the familiarity of the text. Every Christmas Eve, you come here to hear Luke's account of Jesus' birth. Perhaps you possibly read it in your homes. I know many people do. I can hear the rhythmic cadence of the King James Version in my head. There's a reason why I had to read the King James Version, because it's the version that I grew up with and the one that I know best of this text. But even with all this familiarity, sometimes, blessedly, a line jumps out at you while going through the text, something you might not have noticed before, or even if you had, you see it in a new light. There's that verse, that phrase that catches your eye and gets you thinking. The shepherds were tending their flocks on the hills outside Bethlehem. It was just past midnight, and the evening cold caused them to pull their, to pull their coarse wool cloaks tightly against their bodies. Several of the shepherds were trying hard to fight off sleep while keeping an eye on their sheep. They would nod off and then jolt awake, suddenly looking around to count, one, two, three, yes, okay, all the sheep are there. Then... Out of nowhere, an angel appears. Light surrounds them. The shepherds are terrified. They look at one another to confirm it's not a dream. Am I the only one who's seeing this? 
Is this the end? The angel speaks, fear not. For behold, I bring you good tidings of great joy, which shall be to all people. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. And this shall be a sign unto you. You shall find the babe wrapped in swaddling clothes, lying in a manger. While the shepherds are still in shock, the angel is surrounded with a multitude of the heavenly host who sing together, Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace, goodwill toward men. Then darkness again. The shepherds nervously glance glance around at their surroundings. A couple of minutes pass, and then one of them says, almost to himself, we have to go see this. The others nod. They appoint one of them to stay with the sheep, and the others begin running to Bethlehem. It's a dramatic scene. And in the midst of it, we find this line, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. What did that mean to the shepherds? For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. A Savior is born to you. A savior. I wonder how the shepherds heard that and interpreted it. What would a savior have looked like to a shepherd in the middle of the night? You ever thought about it? I can see one of the shepherds now. He didn't much like his job. Being a shepherd was not a glamorous job, after all. It was one of the lowest jobs that one can get. It was boring, standing there night after night looking after a flock of sheep. This shepherd found himself talking to the sheep just to pass the time and the smell. You've been around a flock of sheep. The stench got on his hands and his clothes and was hard to wash off. Everyone he met knew he was a lowly shepherd, but it was still a job and it paid the bills, at least for now. But this shepherd, the shepherd wanted something more. Wanted something more from his life. There had to be something more. Unfortunately, there are few opportunities for someone like him in the Palestine of his day. He was also one of many who was fed up with the situation around him. He had to listen every day as people complained about the state of the world with Roman domination and his fellow Jews who made money off that domination. People complained about a loss of values in society, yet what could this shepherd do? If only there was something to give him hope, some meaning in his life. Some reason to wake up in the morning. He longed for a purpose, for a direction, a way out of the daily drudgery. Because every day he got up and he saw the same sheep. Then the angel of the Lord appeared. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. A Savior. Maybe this little child was the answer. How? He was not yet sure. But if God was with this child... If the child was to be the new David, who himself had been a shepherd, then maybe, just maybe, he would be the answer. And after the heavenly host departed, he was one of the first ones to run to Bethlehem. But he wasn't the only one running. One of the other shepherds had only been doing the work for a few months. He was 15. He knew he had to do something, though, after his father died. It was earlier in the year when his father had become sick. They didn't know what caused it. 
His father just started to lose energy and stopped eating. His mother had taken his father to every healer in the area, and nothing had worked. Week after week, his father got weaker and weaker. Then the pain began. The young shepherd remembered the pain. His father had always been so strong, so tough, but once the pain had started, the end was not far away. He had prayed and prayed to God. He needed something, a miracle. No miracle came. His mother had wanted a career for him. His parents had sent him to the local rabbi to learn to read and write. Yet the sicker his father had become, the less money they had. The neighbors had helped out when they could, but once his father died, he knew what that meant before his mother had told him. He had to work. There wasn't a day that went by when he didn't think of his father, when he didn't miss him. What had happened to his soul? Where was his father now? This young shepherd had withdrawn from his friends. He slept most of the day when he wasn't with the sheep. The pain, the grief seemed never to go away. When he was at work tending his flock, his mind was elsewhere. The other day he'd lost track of a sheep and nearly lost his job. Then the angel of the Lord appeared. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. A Savior. Maybe this infant had an answer to his grief. Perhaps he would point a way forward. The group of shepherds hurried down the way to the little town not far away. Given their trade, they were quite familiar with where the mangers were in Bethlehem. Only a few houses kept animals nearby. Behind the local inn was the most obvious place. There, transport animals like camels and donkeys would be kept for the night. They would have a manger to feed them before they slept. The shepherd snuck around the back of the inn. It was well after midnight. Even though the chill was still in the air, the adrenaline was pumping and they ignored the cold. They could hear the snorting of donkeys. Would they find anything else? Could the angels have been merely a vision? Approaching the lean-to where several of the donkeys were tied, they spotted a man and a young woman. As they got closer, they could see the exhaustion on the woman's face. She must have been no older than 13. She was tired, but seemed at peace. Both parents looked up when they heard the shepherds come. One of the shepherds spoke up. We came to see the child, he said. The man motioned for them to come over. The shepherd who had spoken began to explain what had happened to them in the hills. As he spoke, he could see the young girl retreat into her thoughts. He realized that she, that little girl, had seen something too. One of the shepherds made his way to the front so he could see the child for himself. The baby's eyes were closed and he was sleeping soundly, wrapped in swaddling clothes. There was something about that child. This shepherd, this shepherd had always been the quiet one. He had never known his parents. He never knew what caused them to leave him behind. He had grown up under the care of his neighbors, but those neighbors didn't care for him like they cared for their own children. He went off to the hills when he could, always wondering where his parents were. He felt he must have done something wrong. There must be something not right with him that led his parents to leave him. He was convinced it must have been his fault somehow. In his whole life, this shepherd had never known love. But there, among the straw, with the young girl looking on, he saw the infant's face, and in that face, he saw love. God so loved the world that he sent his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him, the voice in the shepherd's head trailed off. 
There was something about this child, about the miracle of birth, about the tangible presence of God that night that let him know for the first time in his life that this shepherd was loved. As he stood there staring, something strange happened, something that had rarely happened to him before. This young shepherd smiled. For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. This evening you stand there too, with the shepherds on either side. You look at the face of the infant lying in the manger. Can you see him in your head? That line, those words echo about, For unto you is born this day in the city of David a Savior, which is Christ the Lord. Savior, what are you searching for this night? What are those things that weigh down your soul? Are you looking for a deeper purpose in life? Especially amidst the craziness around us in these days? Are you in need of comfort? Or perhaps you need to hear those words, those words that we all need to sustain us. You are loved. As you ponder these things in your heart, 